Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did 2014's The Guest. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Well, not a huge amount more than what I'd been up to last week. No, same. doesn't time fly? It does. I find that surprising. Yeah, my holiday's nearly finished now. Mm. It goes too quick. It's even worse than the second to last day of your holiday. I know. It's the worst day because you, you know you've wasted your holiday. But you don't know what you're going to do on your last day of holiday. Yeah. But on your last day of holiday, you're sort of resigned to the fact that it's, yeah, it's over. It's, it's done. Yeah. yeah. Ah. I had a lot of plans for this week that I was going to like be productive and I haven't at all. It's impossible. It's impossible to be productive. I've literally just sat and sort of... Hello. Cat noises. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've just kind of done nothing. And been really unproductive. But sometimes it's good to do nothing because it's nice to it have a gives rest. You a break, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. It's nice to have a rest. But then when you do, the, and the thing is as well, like the weather's been a bit crap as well. Mm. So like, I've not well, really been out. It's been. It was monsoon in today. Yeah. It was horrible. Absolutely. I did not like torrential. it. <clears throat> throwing it down. Once I was on the train, and there was like a mother and a little girl near me, and the, it was raining. And the little girl was like, oh, look, mummy, it's raining. And the mum was like, no, Maisie, it's throwing it down. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. And I was like, well, you know. Now you know. You know you live in the real world when you instruct your children. Yeah, it's writing it down, Maisie. Get it right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we're recording this near to Halloween, we covered... The Guest, which actually is a Halloween film because it's centred all around Halloween. It's set, well, you know it is because of the pumpkins. Of, the story isn't, but it looks Halloween-y, which it's is quite nice. Very, it's yeah. autumnal. It is. It's lovely. So, yeah. The Guest from 2014, directed by Adam Wingard. It scored a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. And the synopsis is, A soldier returns to the Peterson family, a friend of their son, all is well until a series of accidental deaths occur. Dun, 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 dun. They certainly do. Yeah, I know, right? Written a haiku. Excellent. Dan Stevens, soldier, visits old friend's family. But is he David? <laughs> he is David. <laughs> he is David. But a different version. Yeah. So, I have seen this before, but I quite like it. And I like the sort of Halloween-y vibe. It's the first time you've seen it, yeah. isn't it? I'd say it's kind of reasons. it's kind of horror adjacent. It's not horror horror, it's but it's horror, sometimes horror. the uh, the shock is there. Yeah, the shock, but not the horror. But Adam Adam Wingard is known for horror films. He did oh, what's it called? You're next. He did, and he did. I think he did a segment on VHS as well. VHS two maybe. What is that it's a like film? A, or do you? Are yeah, you it's like a found footage. Tape? Yeah, it's like a found footage. But you meant he made a film that was on tape. There's different stories on it, and I think he directed one or some of them, maybe. I've not. I've seen the first one, but I've not seen the second one. But yeah, it apparently had a five million pound budget. Really, that's low. It is quite low, isn't it? And apparently, Steve Moore, who composed the score, used the same synthesizers that John Carpenter used for Halloween Three. Well, I can kind of. I feel like they're definitely fans of Halloween Three. Yeah. So Dan Dan Stevens got this role 
He did four films this year, as well as Downton Abbey. He was a busy boy. That's impressive. Busy. How could you possibly get time? I. How I, could I get time? I, I would. I can't say. even get time to sort my wardrobe out, so oh, I don't no. think I could do four films. But he did, and he was in Walk Among the Tombstones, which I have seen, and I cannot remember him being in it at all. But I remember enjoying it. It's, I think it's like a Liam Neeson revenge thriller, well, as all his films oh, are. Aren't they all now? After Star Wars, <laughs> it's almost like he needs revenge on Star Wars. He's got revenge on his mind. It? It's almost like if a film comes across his like desk and it's not revenge, he just won't do He's it. He's like... Bin. No, yeah. he just he only does revenge. Only does revenge. But I love it. <laughs> but he was in that and he was he'd lost a lot of weight for it. I can't remember the reasoning why, but he did. Lost a lot of weight for it. And they basically said to him, We wanted uh we wanted Christian Bale, like a Christian Bale type. Mm. But you're the machinist Christian Bale and we want Batman, Batman Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. So he had to bulk up because basically they wanted to use him as a selling point for the film. And the the scene where he comes out of the bathroom in a towel uh, yeah. was in the trailer. I, yeah, works on me. I watched it. <laughs> I was like, yep, I am in. But yeah, so he had to like get a trainer and like vigorous mm. training regime as they all do. And they're like, well, oh, it's really easy. Do. Yeah. Whatever. So, we start with feet running. It's a man with a backpack just running down a road. And then you get the the sort of guest title card and it's like, dun, with a nice purple font. The purple font was lovely. It was very it nice. Purple. It was like a sort of blush grape. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I liked it. And then you get a pumpkin, which gets you into the Halloween mm. spirit. Then it cuts to a family who are... The, the Peterson family, as we learn. And the dad is going to work, so he sort of says bye to the kids and whatnot. And then the mum is at home, so I'm assuming she doesn't work, but she looks really, really sad. She's sad. And uh, she's basically just sat in a chair looking at her son's medals and a, and a photo of her son. That's all she's doing. Yeah. And I just think, is that what she does every day? And that's really, really sad. Yeah. And she's just sat there. And then the doorbell goes, and she kind of gets up to answer it, but thinking, oh, do I have to? Yeah, she, if only she hadn't answered the door. I know, she's definitely depressed. Like but he wouldn't have given up. Every, no, yeah. everything's kind of a chore to her, like even going to answer the door mm. is a chore to her. It's really sad. It is sad. And then you get lovely Dan Stevens. He's the best he's ever looked. <laughs> he, this is my favourite Dan Stevens, the guest Dan Stevens. I've got a type, like blondes <laughs> with blue eyes. With kind of short hair. Wow. That's my thing. Whatever. So he's there and he's like, Hello, I am David. I knew your son. We served together in the war. I came to visit you for some reason. <laughs> and she's it's, like... Yeah, it's not quite clear oh. what's brought him. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, do you want to come in? So he's like, you all right? Yes, I do. And then she's like, do you want anything? And he's like, no, just have a water, thanks. Gets him a water. He downs that water yeah. immediately. Well, he has run from presumably the, the bus, bus station. station. Yeah. She's like, "How did you get here?" And he's like, "I ran." And she's like, "What?" From the bus station. He's like, "Yeah." And he did some exercise. Uh, he could have just walked. Yeah, but he ran. What with time? a backpack on yeah. as well? If he arrived just after they've gone to school, and he ran, what, did his bus get in at like seven? I don't did his know. bus? Did he travel through the night to? Getting maybe to the bus station at like seven. Night bus. 
Night book. Yeah, we've all had a mega bus. I have never. Oh, oh, don't. Oh, They're I horrendous. Deal with but it. I imagine something similar. I don't get in late with like buses. You get in like either overnight. late or really early. Sometimes mm. never like a nice normal time that you get in. Four o'clock. Oh. Now that's a good time. Oh, it's to horrible. Arrive. So yeah, so she's like, oh, you ran here, and he's like, yeah, I was discharged on Wednesday. I couldn't get leave before now. Um, and he says that he was in hospital because he had shrapnel in his back, but yeah. he's fine now. And he and he sort of says that he it was like I was with your son when he died. And he asked me to check on his family and tell you all that he loved you. Which so that's what I've yeah. come to do. And I was like, oh, and you can just see like the hurt on her face. Yeah, like it's, sad. it's kind of what she wanted to hear, but it's kind of reality staring her in the face yeah. that her son isn't there anymore. So she she kind of tears up and says, "Would you excuse me for a minute?" And then just full on cries in the utility room. And and I was just like, oh god, like she's just she's not. Like, she's obviously still really, still upset, really sad she? about it, yeah. yeah. And then she comes back, she kind of composes herself and comes back and he points out this photo of him and he says, oh, that's me with mm. your son. And Which, you can see that he's there. Because he seems like a con man at first, but it is him. Yeah, because in the, in the trailer, I kind of thought maybe he wasn't yeah. David. Mm. Apparently the... The film is structured as a horror but paced as a thriller. Mm. So it's that kind of two sort of it was a contrasting nice thing. Yeah. yeah. It was really interesting. So he's like, I'm really sorry I upset you. I couldn't call before I've come. I've d I don't have a phone. I don't, you know, I've literally just come out of the army. I'll go. It's fine. And then she's like, no, no, no. You stay. My daughter's asleep because she works nights, but she'll want to meet you. So if you stay... You can meet her later, kind That's of thing. That's the last thing that you'd want after you've done a night shift and you're trying to get some sleep. The last thing you'd want is to chat to a Are you going to surprise work? visitor. Surpri- were you going to work? Yeah. Surprise visitor from your um, no. deceased brother. stranger visitor. There's a lot going on. Ugh. So she she's like, yeah, please stay. And then he's like, right, yes, fine, I'll stay. And then it cuts to the daughter who wakes up to a load of laughter and she's like, Mm, what's going on? Because I'm guessing there's not a lot of laughter in that house. No. So it's probably a bit weird. She's ready for work. She works at a diner, so she's got like a diner uniform on. And we find out her name's Anna. And the mum's like, Anna, this is David, who was your brother's friend. And uh, he's like, nice to meet you, ma'am. And she's like, ma'am. Ma'am. Okay, then. <laughs> David's so polite. He's so he's polite. So like, polite. S- too polite. Like, he's very sir and ma'am and very... Very courteous and very proper and yeah. yeah. So she's like, oh, where are you staying? And he's like, oh, I've found a motel like in town or whatever. And then the mum's like, nonsense, you will stay with us. You will stay in my dead son's room. Well, that's exactly what he was waiting for, wasn't it? I feel like it yeah. might have been. She's like, yeah, you can stay in Caleb's room. It's fine. And then uh, Anna goes to work. So then the mum takes David to Caleb's room and he's like, are you sure this is okay because it might be a little bit hard for you and a bit weird? And she's like, no, it's fine. It's not getting used. You may as well stay in it. It must be a little bit hard. And I thought it looked like a child's room to me, which is really strange. So I don't know how long he was in the army for because it didn't look like an adult's room. No, it didn't look like an adult's room at all. It was very, very odd. But then she's like, it'll be good for us to have you here. Get yourself settled. That's fine. Yeah. 
And she leaves and he's all very polite and then he sits on the bed. She leaves and then there's like nothing. There's his, his face just goes to stone. There's nothing. Yeah. And he's just literally staring. Apparently in all the close-ups of him, he doesn't blink. Oh. And I wonder if they kind of got that from uh, Silence of the Lambs when uh, Hannibal Lecter doesn't blink. He taught himself not to blink. I'm so aware of my blinking now. <laughs> I couldn't not blink. I can't not blink. I'm entirely unsuited. It'd be far too to hard. Acting. So then it cuts to school near Halloween, and the little brother, Luke, I think he's called, is shoved into some lockers. Oh, they're horrible. And it is hit. He's having a shit time. Yeah. His mum picks him up, and she's like, Oh, did you have a good day? And like the welt on his face suggests mm. otherwise. And he's like, I don't think he even answers her, to be honest. And then it cuts to him at home. And he's sat opposite David, and David's staring at him. And then, obviously, he's, lo- he's looking at this thing on his face that somebody's done. And he tells him that he knew his brother and he wanted me to tell you that he loved you. Dad is home and having a fight with the wife. Oh, it's a subdued, it's a stealth fight. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of go, yeah, because there's guests. It's like whisper shouting. So they're like, you you (laughs) might have PTSD or anything might happen. And then, uh, and then he sort of says, are your parents fighting about me? And then Luke says, oh, they argue a lot. So I feel like after the death of the son, that's kind of fractured their Mm. relationship and they argue all the time. And then I think he he asks him about his face and he's like, oh, I got hit by football. That can happen. And he's like, uh-huh, football, right? Don't believe you. Then I'm guessing that the mum won the argument because then the dad comes oh, and he's like, dad. David, would you like a beer? Enjoy your stay in our house because yeah. the mum has spoken. Yeah. Uh, dinner's in an hour and that's that. That so is it. So you're staying with us. Yeah. End of story. They are now best friends. Yep. Daughter is out after work with her boyfriend on a swing. He's smoking weed. We assumed it's weed. At first we thought it was a crack pipe. Well, and I was worried. It does look like a crack pipe, but I think it was weed. Why are they on the swings, honestly? Because they're youths. Uh, youths hang out. Youths hang out at swings. Out for youths. And then uh, he's like, oh, is your brother's friend still there? Yep. Do you not like him? And then she's like, my parents just want to move on. We don't really need a reminder that he's gone and this guy's kind of a reminder that he's gone and then she goes to leave, they kiss and she goes. Then it cuts to Luke doing homework. I think he's doing trigonometry. Oh. And they're all like, nope, trigonometry, I'm out, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Which is fine because mm. trigonometry well, is the worst. Can. I was going to say who uses it, but like in science you do it, it use it. It is used, but it's not used by everyone. It's not used that much. Like I learned it at uni, yeah. I've never used it since... Yeah. So, do you know thing though? They teach you stuff that's in school, in maths. That you will never, ever that use. That you'll never use. But stuff that you actually do, you need to use, is completely new to you when you like yep. go into the world of work. Uh-huh, exactly. It's, it's insane, isn't very it? Very true, yeah. Mm. The only thing I've probably used is like rearranging equations. Mm. And I've used that probably, I can count on one hand when I've used it, so whatever. But anyway. Anyway. So he's he's kind of, uh, they, they sort of get... They're sort of setting it up. He's quite smart, this mm. boy. Uh, Anna is home and she's like, can I have a beer? And they're like, no. <laughs> and she's like, I'm 21 in a month. And he's like, well, when you're 21, you can have all the beer you want. But for now, you're not having any. And she's like, Ugh. 
she's in a mood because she's I was going to say she's an angsty teen but she's mm. not she's 20 she's like I'm going to go lay down because I don't want to talk to you all I can't be bothered then the uh, the husband's bitching about Alan who is at his work who got promoted before him oh he's just graduated uni yeah he's graduated uni so he's got this position whereas he's been working there and, and he should have got it but he didn't and then he's like my wife wonders if I make money and then he, he's like what are your plans David and he's like well you know I'll just find a job in construction mm. go to Florida and you know see what's going on and he's like nonsense you will stay here for a while. And then he's like, no, no, I can't impose on you, sir. I can't do this. And he's like, don't call me sir. My name is Spencer. Mm. Spencer? That's what... I was surprised his name was Spencer. Yeah, he's like, call me Spencer, blah, blah, blah. Stay a few days, so... But if you are like... He's if like, someone yeah. asks you what your plans are, you're like, well, I'll probably just get a bus to Florida and mm. find a job. Of course they're going to be like, well, don't do that. Because that's silly to but I just feel like they've really like opened their house to yeah. them, which is really odd. But there you go. So then it cuts to Luke leaving school again, and obviously I think he's been bullied again because he's mm. like he just looks really like he's had a shit day. To be yeah. honest, he gets in the car, but David's in the car this time. It's not his mum, and he's like, "Why are you in the car?" Mm. And he's like, "Oh, I've come to pick you up because." Of reasons. Part of family. He's part of the family. Because I'm been part adopted. of the family now, yeah. so that's what I'm doing. And he's like, yeah, you got any friends? And he's like, I have lots of friends. They're all just on the internet. Mm. And he's like, okay then, that's fine. And then they kind of start to drive off, but then they stops and he's like, so uh, who hit you? And he's like, I got hit by football. And he's like, no, you didn't. Who hit you? Tell me who hit you. So he points out the bullies mm. and he's like, huh, interesting. And then they drive off, so he follows he the car. He follows them at a discreet distance. At a discreet yeah. distance. And then they go to a bar. So I was like, how old are these kids meant to be? Because they're going to a bar. Yeah, because surely are they not like 15 or 16? But then, yeah, I mean, there is places where you get served underage and stuff in there, mm. I guess. I never did it because I always looked really young, so it was never... I would never do it. I was like, I know for a fact illegal. that I will not get in anywhere. Mm. And if I go with other people, it'll mean that they get ID'd because of me. So, But if ever you want to order like a children's meal or something... That does come in yeah. Or get a cheap bus ticket. Yeah. yeah. So um, they, they follow the car to this bar. And, he, and they're like, he's like, David, why are we in this bar? And he's like, well, I need a drink. How about you? And he's like, no, no, I don't. And he's like, are you coming in? And he's like, no. He's like, fine, I'll be in there if you change your mind. And then it basically cuts to him going in. And I was mm. like, of course. I'd be too curious not too, to. I'd be far too nosy. And the, uh, the group of bullies are sat drinking and they see him and they kind of make a comment mm. about whether that's his boyfriend or something. Mm. And I was like, are they in the same year as him or the year above? Because they conservatively all look about well, 30. Yeah. The, yeah, all extras. I was like, they ain't the films. same age. Yeah. Mm. So David sort of calls him over and he sits in this uh, thing. And he says, he like calls the uh, bartender oh, yeah. over. And he's like, I'd like a fireball, a Coke for him. Because he's like, can I say some ID? And he's like, he's having a Coke. And I'll get those ladies some blowjob shots. <laughs> And he's like, right, are you going to get the men a drink? And he's like, do I look like I want to get the men a drink? And he's like, no, I guess not. And then he's like, all right then, no, I will get them a drink. 
get them a Cosmo. And he's like, would you rather not get them a beer? Nope. Cosmo, please. And then gets, like, a wad of cash out, mm. which is always a bit shady, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, why is it, where's he got all this cash from? So then it's cocktail time, and I was like, this guy's wasted in this dive bar, because this bar doesn't look like a... No, it, it doesn't look it like looks it looks like a dive bar. Cocktail, but it? this guy's cocktail game is mm. strong. Like <laughs> He can make any, he knows everything He is wasted in this place, yeah. this guy. So... It gives him his fireball, which is cinnamon, cinnamon schnapps and, and Tabasco. Yeah. And I was like, only a psychopath would drink oh, that. Surely. And he gives it to Luke to try. And he's like, that is disgusting. Why on earth would you drink that? And he's like, I quite enjoy it. And I was like, oh, no. You can get fireball whiskey, can't you? Which is mm. like cinnamon whiskey. Whoop. It looked like tomato juice, which is almost I think that was a tabas- bad. That was a Tabasco. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like, ooh, Ooh, tomato tomato juice. juice. I love a tomato juice. I really like that, um, what's it called, V8? It's like like drinking soup. (laughs) Well, isn't that what tomato juice is? Kind of. soup. It's kind of soup, yeah. Cold soup in a can. It's like dispatcher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I do quite like it. So, he, yeah, he has this, uh, this thing and he's just... He's got this really, like, shit-eating grin on his face, waiting for them to have these drinks, mm. and he's just waiting for it all to kick off, basically. So the cocktails go to the bullies, and then Luke's like, oh, no, oh, no, no. what's going to happen? The guy comes with his Cosmo. It looked a really good Cosmo, it to be fair. Like it had such a bright red colour. And he was like, I see that you uh, bought us these drinks, and he was like, yep. He's like, well, I don't want it, and then just flings this Cosmo in his face. And I was like, what a waste yeah, of a cocktail. Awful. He should have... I'd have drank it. <laughs> like, of a patrons of the bar. I'd have drank it anyway. <laughs> oh, I'd have given it to girls. Do you want mm-hmm. that? I'm not having it. And then gone and got in his face. So he basically wipes the Cosmopolitan off his face, just David, and then has a little think about it, and then says, would you prefer this? And then throws the fireball in his face, which Tabasco and cinnamon well, in your yeah. eyes. It's not going to go down well at Horrible. all. Horrible. And then proceeds to beat the living shit out of them all, mm. basically. And and it's it's almost like, it reminded me of like the transport, you know, like Jason Statham, where he like beats people up with his shirt mm. and stuff like that. Well, I haven't seen it, oh, but I, I can it. imagine. I love it, it's great. So I was like, yes, that's awesome. And then... Uh, so all the all the kids are just flattened at this point, rolling around like crying. And then he just says to the uh, bar guy, he's like, "Well, you better call the police. Gang of kids cause trouble. Trying to yeah. drink underage. You didn't see anyone else." And then uh, he's like, "You know, you don't want to get in trouble serving minors, do you?" And then he's like, "Here's the cash for the damages." And, uh, and then basically they just leave. So which is fair. They drive home. And then he's got a bloody nose as Luke, and she, mm. the mum's like, oh, my God, what happened? And then he's like, oh, I just hit a bully, it's fine. <laughs> and then he sort of walks off, and then and then David's like, oh, you know, it's just kids being kids. I said I'd teach him some self-defence mm. when he's feeling it. And then it cuts to Anna, because she's got ready for a party. It's a Halloween and then, party. <clears throat> And then the mum's like, can I have a word with you? And she's basically done that thing that, like, it's almost like, take your brother out mm. to... It's like, why don't you take David to this party? And she she kind of has a little bit of a argument she about it. She doesn't want... She's annoyed. I'm not being funny. 
funny. If you took him to a party, you'd be like the best person at that party because everyone would be like, yeah, you've brought this guy. He's great. He's very handsome. So she agrees reluctantly and she's like, David, would you like to come to a party? And he's like, that sounds nice. I will come with you. That is not... He, he didn't accept the invitation in the same manner at which he acted at the party, though. He did not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he, so she's like, right, I'm going to get ready. We're going at seven. So he's like, right, that's fine. Then it cuts to her. She's like, I need a shower. Luke, get out of the shower. Like, typical sort of sibling, like, you shower, go out of the shower. She, like, hammers on it. And then uh, it's not Luke. It's David yeah. that comes out, which was the selling point mm. of the film. He's looking pretty good. And then she loses all ability to form words. And then he's just like, oh, sorry, uh, I'll be ready in a bit. And then just walks off. And then she's like, ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, it's party time at her, I don't know if it's a boyfriend's place or a friend's place or something. It's her friend, I don't Um, know. And then I think she says, oh, I think she says she's meeting a boyfriend, but don't tell him because they don't know yeah. that she's seen him. That's it. And he's like, I won't tell. It's none of my business. And then she meets her, her friend at the door. And then she's like, who have you brought? <laughs> it's like, this is David. And she's like, interesting. Come in. Yeah. So I feel like she's kind of trying to behave because he's there and she yeah, doesn't know if he's an arc or not. He, yeah, she she thinks he's there like one of of one of her parents, so she has to yeah, behave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he gives her a bit of a joint and mm. she's like, oh, all right then. And then has a joint. Apparently, there's people in costume at this party, but somebody's wearing a fox mask and it's mm. one of the same masks that was later used in his film You're Next. Oh. Mm. So she, um, oh yeah, the the girl's like, oh, uh, do us a favour, there's some kegs outside that need moving in. And he's like, mm, all right, yeah, well then my keep while I'm here. Then basically comes in holding two kegs like <laughs> they are the lightest things in the world and everyone's like, that's really weird, but okay. They must have been empty kegs. Even empty kegs, them. I mean, do you know how heavy they yeah, are? I've got no idea They're how so heavy, heavy. Is. Does it weigh like a... a what is that? They weigh a lot. Number that is sometimes used, like a. They weigh a lot. They're heavy. Ton? No. Not, not a that. ton, but like <laughs> it may as well be a ton. Like. Isn't there a, like um, a measure of weight that you measure barrels by or something? Oh, I have no idea. They're I'm really heavy. I'm thinking of a ton barrel, which is a type of barrel. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know. They're even heavy. Know what I'm talking. I think that might. They're heavy, and you wouldn't lift two full you ones. Certainly wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not on Halloween. Anything. Never on Halloween. So. Anna goes off with her boyfriend and then the friend's kind of left with David and they're chatting and she's flirting and whatnot. And then she's like, oh no, shit, it's my ex. Ooh. And then he comes and I was like, if I was her, I'd have been like, this is my boyfriend, we're together now. <laughs> because, you know, why not? Uh, and he sort of comes and is like, oh, you didn't tell me you were having a party. And she's like, yeah, because yeah, I dumped you and I can't stand yes. you. Why would I talk to you? And then he goes to grab her and sort of yank her away, but David stops him and knocks him out. And then she's like, oh, you. Best friend. But then I was like, well, that's just a warning sign. I don't trust this man. No, she loved it. She but was she like, loved yep. It, yeah. So she's like, do you want a tour of the house, wink? Which basically is bedroom. <laughs> tour of bedroom. And uh, she's like kissing him and stuff. She takes the top off, but he's kind of 
not moving or reacting in any way. It's really strange. And then she sort of asks him if he's into it, and it's almost like he's being told how to react. Yeah. Like, it's not like a, a human reaction. It's very strange. I thought he was a robot for a time. Well, I was thinking, is he a robot? Yeah. And then I thought he was somehow the sun reincarnated or something. I was like, if someone cuts him and butter comes out, I will not be surprised. Uh, Well, there were... It did take place on Halloween. There were signs. Exactly. Yeah. So then, then, yeah, they end up, like, making out, whatever. And then they go back to the party and that's that. And then she's all over him, like, flannel for the rest of the night. flannel. And then I think uh, there's like a drug dealer called Craig there who's talking about the army and being quite negative about it and he gets a little bit affronted by it and a bit aggressive. But then he's like, oh, I'm just joking. Mm. But it's kind of that switch of of like being nice and not being nice. So it's a bit weird. And then uh, he's talking to this Craig and he's like, can you get me a gun? And he's like, yes, I know a guy. Because, he certainly did know a guy, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. So then he sort of goes out and he sees Anna arguing with a boyfriend and then she's like, oh, let's get out of here, let's leave. Um, and they walk out and then he's like, I'll drive, you're stoned. And then she's like, well, you're stoned as well. And he's like, yeah, but I'm bigger than you. He's like he's taking the place of the brother. Yeah. So they drive home and he's like, put your seatbelt on, safety first. <laughs> And then... Uh, Who doesn't drive with their seatbelt on these days? I know, right? And then he's like, do you want to talk about it? And she's like, not really. Uh, it was an argument about old stuff. And then she's like, I used to love that he was in a band, but actually I've realised that he's a waster and doesn't have a job and doesn't do anything now. And then he's like, well, he's a drug dealer. And she's like, no, he's not. He just deals to my friends occasionally for cash. Drugs. And I was like, that is a drug dealer, love. <laughs> And then, and then he's like, he's a fool. If I had a girl like you back home, I wouldn't want to jeopardise it and whatever. And she's like, thanks. And then uh, they're listening to the music. I love the soundtrack in this. It's good, isn't it? It's very electronic. It's mm. very like um, Drive or Bronson and stuff like that. I really enjoy it. So she's like, oh, it's just a mix I make. I could make you one as well. Aww. And then they're at home and sort of have a really awkward exchange and... He's like, thanks for taking me out. I've had a nice time. And then they're like, night then. Good night. And then just going to the... Yeah. But I, she makes the CD straight away. And I was like... Immediately. Who, who would, upon getting in from a party, immediately embark upon making... You'd go straight to sleep. You probably mm-hmm. would have slept in the car. Yeah. yeah. Like, to be fair. But no, she takes the time to make a CD. Yeah, I know, right. Before she goes to bed. Yeah. Like, you just do it the so next she's, day. So she's sat making this mix CD. And I was like, who makes mix CDs now? And then you were like, I did. I did. For my holiday. For and I was like, holiday. I take it back. I needed soundtrack for my holiday. And I was like, I'm not I'm not going to have signal everywhere. So I was like, well, I need to make mix CDs. Make some tunes. I made covers for them and everything. But, uh, well, yeah, but I didn't print them out because that's a chore. That's fair. It's too much Did of a you chore. write them out? <laughs> I wrote in pencil at the top corner a theme for each CD. <laughs> I love it. So she's sat listening to her tunes, but then it cuts to David, who's just sat not staring in the dark like an absolute psychopath. Then it cuts to the morning and Anna's up, and she's got this CD that she's going to drop 
off but she hears David chatting on the phone mm. and about how he needs ID he's off the grid people are looking for him he doesn't want an orthodontist he doesn't want an orthodontist and she's like that's a bit weird mm. so she starts researching him so she rings up like the military call centre that they have is well, that a thing? this is what I couldn't believe so military call sort of centre where people are in uniform answering calls with questions about people in the military and it's like a military call centre I mean in this in this it is a thing and it needed to be a thing so she's like yeah I need to track this guy down because he was friends with my brother and, and it's quite a sort of innocent inquiry mm. and they're like yeah we'll get back to you and they search and then it comes up with the contact immediately on, on the search thing, so something's dodgy. And I think they ring her back, KPG. Apparently KPG comes up in a couple of his films. I wonder what it stands for. He uses it for other things. So I think they ring her and say that he died, mm. and she's like, well, he's fucking in my house. He's definitely not dead. Who's this guy? And then uh, it cuts to the military KPG thing and they're having a meeting and then someone's like, something's happened! <laughs> Guys! The sort of classic nerd. We've got a problem. The and office then, nerd character. It's like someone called Anna called about this David fellow and they're like, we we have to go now. I thought KPG was, because it was like they were a bunch of the military but they were like a corporation. Like they were like, I think it was almost um, like that. It, it reminded it me a, a little bit like... Um, Omnicorp from Robocop, yeah, that kind of thing. Where they're subcontracted. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So they're like, no one must know the subjects are still out there. We mm. need to go. We need to sort this out. So then uh, it cuts to David and he's gone for a gun. Meets a shady man in oh. like what looks like the desert. You're sort of like a desert quarry. Desert quarry sort yeah. of big Wasteland. nothingness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got loads of guns. Now, he's got so many guns. He, he is the um, classic film. He try. I put. Dealer. He tries to mansplain guns yeah, to David, uh, a man of the military. He tries to mansplain mm. guns to him, where he basically just undoes a gun like nothing. He's like, "Yeah, I know about guns. I'm not an idiot. I've had training." So he's like, uh, "Which one do you want?" And he's like, "I want all your guns." And he's like, "Have you got the cash for all those guns?" And he's like, "I am not going to pay for guns. I'm going to kill you and take your guns." I thought it was. And then he's like, "A bit hard." Oh no! And he tries to shoot David, but he gets the gun and shoots yeah. him. Then uh, Craig's there with him for this transaction, so he runs off, and then basically he doesn't have a bullet, so he has to like put another bullet in, and it takes him quite a long mm. time. I feel like it's to show his precision. Because I thought he was letting killing. Craig go, and I was like, oh, that's nice. He's letting him go, he was but he like, wasn't. You were like, he'll never shoot him from there, and I was like, I think mm. you finally will. And he basically shoots him with a handgun from, like, really, really far away, like a headshot as well. Mm. So it kind of shows his kind of efficiency at killing, Craig I suppose. Got Craig should not arms deal and drug deal. Well, it's dangerous. yeah, but couldn't he have gone round to the front <clears> of the car and got in and driven off? Probably. Not so bright though, was he? Well. So he gets this like container full of guns. There's like a massive rifle. There's grenades in there. Everything. So he's like, nice. I'm going to take all them. Then Anna gets a call and they're, they're like telling her that this guy's dead. So she's like, what the F? So she goes to her mum and she's like, I called the base and they think that this guy's dead. The dad comes 
and he looks like he's seen some stuff and he's like, I need a drink. And he's like, Alan is dead. They found him OD'd with his girlfriend and they think that it was like a suicide pact or something. And he's like, I genuinely don't understand how this has happened, but it makes me regional manager now. And it's kind of, they're kind of like, yay, I guess. And he's like, like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. It's not a circumstance in which you become regional manager. Yeah, he's a bit like, I don't know if I'm happy about it or not. I can't really say right now. So then uh, David comes back and I think Anna's boyfriend calls and says that Craig's been shot and he's died. Because at this point I was like, he can't drive and call at the same time. And then I was like, well... Least of their problems. Well, well, yeah. I mean, considering the rest of the film. yeah. So he's like, yeah, I need to talk to you. And she's like, yeah, I need to talk to you because there's some weird shit going on. And then he gets off the phone because the police are behind him in the car. So then Anna goes to work and starts talking to a friend. And she's like, I don't think this guy is who he says he is. Mm. I don't know what's going on, but there's something... It surprise me that... He isn't who he says he is. And the friends learnt about Craig, so she's really sad and they're mm. like, I don't really know what's going on, we're really worried about it. Then it cuts to David doing pumpkin carving <laughs> and uh, and Luke trying to explain how pumpkins work. I was like, anyone can pumpkin carve, like, you just cut a hole in it and dig it out. I don't like them, and pumpkins, he, I just don't like them. He tries, uh, he, he's got like a knife, but he's like, your parents' knives are rubbish, and then gets this little butterfly knife out and uses that, and he's like, hmm, interesting. Then I think um, Anna, Anna's kind of finding out that David is a supposedly dead. So she's kind of saying he's got burner phones, he's got no ID. Something really fishy is happening. And then it cuts back to David kind of giving this pep talk to Luke saying, don't let bullies mm. bully you. You can take my tiny knife because that's probably isn't the, the way to, way to solve deal it. with things, is it? So then... Uh, Anna comes home and she manages to get his phone out of his pocket and take a photo of the numbers that he's dialed. He could have just deleted those numbers. But it rings and he puts she puts it in his room and then mm. he goes to get it so he knows that she's moved it because it was in his yeah. pocket. And the boyfriend calls Anna again and then basically says he's being set up for Craig's murder because he found the gun that killed him in his van. Well, that... that- it does fix some and of the issues the family are having, but it's a little bit low to yeah, frame but then someone. She's like, we well, didn't do it, did you? And he's like, no, I didn't, but also they found other stuff, so they've obviously found like his drug dealing mm. stuff. So she goes into the lounge, and then she's kind of saying that a boy, a boyfriend's in jail and stuff, and then the dad's like, well, I never liked him. That's why we stopped you from seeing him. She's like, newsflash, I've never stopped seeing him. He's still my boyfriend. Mm. So they kind of have I kind of thought it a wasn't bit of an argument about this it. discussion when someone's died. I was like, it yeah. isn't the time to get into the reeds yeah. or the weeds, whatever the um, phrase is. But, she, but then she says, oh, what about this guy? We don't know anything about him. Mm. Apparently he's dead. He's got no idea or whatever. And he's like, um... that, And he, and he sort of says, well... I was special forces, so it makes sense that they'd give a cover story to say I'm dead, but I'm not meant to talk about it. I've got dog tags, but I was like, are they really ID? Because you could get them from you anywhere. You could get them made. You could yeah. make them yourself. And he's like, no, I, I've got no ID. I've got no uh, license, but I've got my documents in my backpack or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, 
So you've got no driver's license, but you've been driving round all driving this whole round. time. Driving round. Yeah. Driving without a seatbelt. But then, but then they're like, no, driving. no, it's no, fine. Safe driving. They're like, no, no, it's fine. Sorry, let it go. And then Anna kind of goes and cries in a room because she's really frustrated and sad that her boyfriend's in jail. Then there's a knock on the door, and it's David, and he apologises about Craig, and then says that, as promised, I'd help the family. I'm moving on soon, so you don't have to deal with me. And then it's like, okay. And it can't, and it's like a really ominous... It's, yeah, sort of, it feels very fake. It's like a sort of vague, threatening yeah. tone about it. It's really strange. Then it's kind of... She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he finds a CD, and he's like, oh, did you make me a CD? And she's like, yeah. He's like, oh, thanks, and then just leaves, and then she's like, oh my god, what is happening? Look forward to listening to it. If you say that, that sounds like a teacher who's about to give you a D. I look forward to seeing your paper. Yeah, I know, it's weird. So she, it cuts to her driving, and I think the military are kind of gearing up to... Take him down. Take him down. And then uh, she finds out that this number was a dodgy doctor who kind of got struck off, but probably does things for cash on Little the side. Things on the side. Changes like people's plastic surgery. Faces, yeah. But I was like, don't change Dan Stevens's <laughs> face. Leave it alone. It's lovely. Well this was the point. I was like, it is the brother and he's just had surgery. But then I was like, no, it doesn't add up at all. That yeah. makes no sense. So yeah, that she she basically is telling Luke all about this and she's like, we need to get as much info as we can on David. Uh, I think he did it. I think he's responsible for all this stuff. And then it cuts to him at school. Instead of doing schoolwork, he's on the case. Yeah. And he's kind of looking at dodgy plastic surgeons and stuff. And uh, there's bullies there. And they call him a hard F, which I'm not going to say because it's an offensive it's word. Not a nice thing. It's and like an awful thing to say, isn't it? Basically, Luke turns around and punches this guy in the face. And I was yeah. like, fair. Fair enough. Mm. And then hits him with a yardstick. Is that a metre ruler? I think it's a metre ruler, mm. yeah. So then, obviously, he gets called to the principal's office because... Ooh, he should have been called to the principal's office ages ago because... For bullying... The, these other... Yeah, yeah. These older boys have been bullying him and getting away so, with it. So the mum, the mum and David are there and David asks him what happened and he's like... Uh, I broke a yardstick on his face and and this sort of smile creeps Ooh. across David's face as like, I've never been more proud of you, Mel. Like, well done. <laughs> and then uh, he says to the mum, I'll go in with you. And then they basically go in and the principal's like, we're expelling your son. So then David's like, hmm, interesting. What did the kid call Luke? And he repeats the hard F and he's like, interesting. So it's a hate crime then. And he's like, how many other hate crimes have been going on at the school without Ooh. anyone doing anything about it? And then he's like, you know, what What would the school board say? Or our lawyers? We're going to sue them, right? And yeah. the mum's like... Mum's like, yes. I don't even know where I don't even know what's happening yeah. right now. And then uh, he's like, yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll sue you. So suck on that, we'll see what happens. And then they're like, oh, well, I've rethought this and maybe we'll give him detention and he's like for how long and he's like a month and he's like that seems fair that seems fair yeah and then he's like uh i don't want anything to happen to this boy and i don't want him harassed any further and then this guy's like who even are you what are you doing here and he's like i'm a friend of the family and then uh luke's like can i talk to you david because then 
obviously he's had his back the whole yeah. time and yeah, he's he actually helped David. him. Yeah. So he tells David about what Anna said and how suspicious she is about everything. And then he's like, why would I need a surgeon? And I was like, exactly why would you need a surgeon? Look <laughs> at you. Perfect. And then he's like, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you need to change and you found a dodgy doctor to do work for cash. And basically bang on everything mm. that he says and, and he's like, I won't tell anyone. And he's like, you killed my dad's boss as well, right? And he's like, eh? And he's like, we're, we're friends, aren't we? And he's like, yeah, we're yeah. friends. And, but this is and where it's like, like cross the line. Yeah, and you can kind of see a shift where he he's like, oh, okay, we'll see. And he's like, did Anna tell anyone else about this crazy theory that she's got? And, and he's sort of like, well, probably a friend, Kristen. But don't say I was when he said it. I was like, "Don't say that. Don't drop Kristen." But in he's it. yeah. But he he, like, trusts, he trusts him, David. So, yeah. So then uh, it cuts to the mum doing washing and David helping to do the washing because you know he's not all bad. He's, he's quite yeah. helpful. He's basically <laughs> he's he's got manners, but he kills people. But he kills people. It's a like lot. yeah. The, the, he's on a sort of spectrum that includes like, murder and laundry murder and laundry. <laughs> side by side literally yeah. so he's like she's like thank you for everything i don't know what we've done without you like you've been such a a good influence in our lives well and he's like oh you know it's no problem it's fine then uh, he walks off to go get some more washing and all these black vans and police mm. approach why can't they drive up in normal cars and then you wouldn't yeah like suspect you were so getting then, the police round. The, this guy comes out who's like the equivalent of Nick Fury from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm thinking. I have Without seen the eye patch. But I can imagine. And he's like, Are you Anna Peterson? And she's like, No, I'm a mum. What the, what the hell? And, and he's like, We've had a call about David Collins. Have you seen this man? I like the way. It was very Terminator 2. Yeah, have you seen this boy? And she's he? like, Yeah, yeah, that's David. That's David. He's just, just here. Uh, where, where is he? Just went over there. Like, if a group of cars full of armed men came rushing up to me at home and was like, have you seen PJ? I'd be like, no. Ah, who's who's that? Who's that? I don't who's, know who that who's is. Who's that guy? She looks, she looks completely, like, unknown to me. I have mm. never seen that person, ever. And then I'd be mean. like, and who are you, may I ask? Yeah, Who hey, is inquiring? Who the hell are you, and why are you asking me these yeah. questions? Why have you got three triplet cars yeah no right yeah so he obviously starts walking back with a laundry basket and then they see him and he sees them drops the laundry and then all hell breaks loose it certainly does he starts blasting at them they start blasting at him he goes in the house they get his leg and then there's just this like massive shootout and all i could think was that poor woman's house house. as homeowners this is extremely horrible all those bricks shattered by bullets windows shattered holes in the wall stuff ruined and i was just like oh my god it's horrible and the builder would be like you need a new house what has happened here you literally just need a new house about a thousand billion bullets got unloaded into my house yeah Oh, it's horrible. You, if that happened, but you obviously survived... I'd be furious. You, well, yeah. I'd be charging that bloody KMG or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they could probably pay. I'd like, be like... Would you want to live in that house? Or I'd be like, I'll, I'll move. No, I'd want to live in my house. But I'd be like, you're paying for me a new house. <laughs> Do it up. <laughs> so 
Yeah, he goes in and then there's this bit where he's like hidden under the bed and he shoots this guy and it made me think of uh, Kill Bill and the... Uh, there's like a cartoon sort of animated sequence where there's a little girl under a bed and she shoots this guy in the leg. Isn't it violent? I think they got that from that. Quite possibly. There's so, a lot of shooting. There's a lot it's of not, shooting. If you don't like gunshots... Stay clear. I'm of glad the I didn't watch it in the section. cinema because I'd have been like, ah. Your ears would have been ringing. Um, so the mum's absolutely terrified in the house. So they're in the kitchen, I think, and and he's like, I'm really sorry. I've not been fully honest with you. Uh, I wanted to help while I'm here, but there's been too many complications. And then she's like, Did you even know my son? And he's like, I did. We were in the same program. Mm-hmm. He Ooh. would understand. And then she sort of looks at him, but then goes to call out that he's there. Yeah. And he stabs her. her. That, I, this is where I was like, well, I don't no longer I like, like David. Because oh. he stabbed her. He should have, should have left her alone. And then he's like, I'm sorry. And I thought, well, you're not that fucking sorry because you've just stabbed her. She's been nothing but nice mm. to you as well. So then he drives out in the Jeep. I love that Jeep. The Jeep, the brown. Well, we were talking last week brown. about brown cars, yeah. and I was like, I love a brown to car. To be fair, though, I feel like that was almost a gold, mm, so I could kind of get on board with it. It's kind of like a chicken nugget yeah. colour. So but This could just go to brown cars are out there, and they are great. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to leave, shoots all the tyres out, and absolutely does one, and then this like main guy from this place follows him. And I was like, he'll never drive on those tyres. They're flat yeah. as anything. Driving on the rims. The dad's on his way home from work. Oh, and David bit, rams him I with the like, car. Why is he doing this? Oh, it's Surely, so cruel. If he needs to tie up all the loose ends, why can't he be, right, I'm leaving. Yeah. See you later. Could he not have just disappeared? The loose Yeah. Uh, um, he's still alive at this point. And it's like he's irritated by the fact that he's alive at this point. It's just like... So then... He shoots him, and he's like, sorry, and then basically runs off, because that's what mm. he does. He's, he's a runs running fields. man. Then uh, the he- this head guy comes, and there's an innocent bystander, and he's like, I think this guy's oh, dead, and he's like, I need your car. was so adorable, this oh, old boy. Oh, and he got his car he taken. His car, the poor man. And I, he, like, I, I proper, will, like, cowers yeah. when he drives off. It's I awful. Like, I love this old man. I was like, at this, at this point, my ideal sequel to this will be... Dude, where's my car? Yeah. yeah. Getting his car back from yeah. where David... Not David, the leader boss the guy leader of boss. KPG... Yeah. Nicked it. That would be such a good... <laughs> I'd watch fun. it. Well, it's a loose end, isn't it? It is a loose so end. So if, if, you, if you follow through on the kind of concept of the film, they should actually... Tie it up. Tie it up, yeah. yeah. So... This, uh, David pulls up to the diner. Oh no, the head guy gets there first yeah. and he gets Anna and he's like, we need to get out of here now. So they leave. She just goes with him. If a guy I didn't recognise came up to him and was like... No, but he saved her life. Well, she'd yeah, have died. But I'm like, I, so people are very believing David, in this film. They believe David. Yeah, David pulls up to the diner, shoots the friend and then basically grenades the diner. Because I guess all those people saw him shoot the friend. Well, but that's horrible. He didn't need and then, to. He could have just been like, okay. Basically, uh, Anna is in the car with this guy and she's like, would you like to elaborate on why I've had to leave work? What is happening? And then he basically says that David was in this programme and they've basically made him into Captain America. So he's like, you know, a perfect killing machine. But he's like made to 
protect the operative at all costs and tie up any loose ends, basically. Shouldn't they focus, if they're going to make, like, super soldiers, focus on, like, maybe a broader spectrum Doing good in the community. Yeah, like, perhaps maybe stopping conflict before it has arisen. Yeah. Then maybe focus Mm -hmm. on diplomatic... Resolution. Resolution. Yep. But they always focus on making people who are, like, have superb adrenaline and stuff like that. Yeah. that's all I could think. I was like, they've basically made Captain America. That's yeah. what has happened. Which is good for a film. But then he, but then she sort of says, "Well, did you ever think that probably this guy was an absolute psychopath, and you probably shouldn't have done it?" And they're like, "Well, he was a very good candidate." But then he basically exploded the facility and escaped. But we thought he was dead. Turns out he isn't. Mm. He's very much alive. What if they'd given these sort of <clears throat> powers to someone who wasn't a good candidate? Such There'd as... have been a lot less murder, probably. What? Yeah, what if you gave it so to actually someone who was like better. a novelist and they would just write the best novel ever? Yeah, no, right. They'd type all the loose ends in the plot. So she's like, oh no, I need to call Luke. So he's on his detention, so he can't answer his phone because the teacher tells him off. Having detention when and you then... get to decorate a Halloween dance doesn't sound like... That sounds like a great a... detention yeah, to like me. Yeah, detention at all. I loved it. So they, uh, they're driving towards, they're basically like, we need to go get him because there's no police available. But they see all the police going to the diner because of this explosion. So I was like, I wonder if that was part of his He's plan. He's tied up the police. Yeah. And then uh, she sort of says to this guy, where are my parents? And he's like, he's killed them, they're dead. And she's like, oh, oh God. And then he, he says he's designed to protect himself from the experiment and programmed to clean up loose ends. We need to get you somewhere safe. Mm. And then uh, they get to this, like, gym or whatever it is where this Halloween dance is happening. And they're like, the, the, the guy's like, what the hell is this? And she's like, oh, it's a Halloween maze. It's we do it every year. Halloween maze. It's the I was like, the budget that a school has for their the, Halloween stuff. The, the school is literally spending their entire budget on Halloween dance and putting nothing into anti-bullying yeah. campaigns. Bonkers. So they, they enter this... Uh, Halloween maze. The three masks from Halloween 3 were on the wall. I didn't even gym. see them, but I do believe And you. also, in writing, it said you're next as well, like uh. the film. Which, this came out before it, so I wonder if they had it as an idea. Mm. Which I thought was quite interesting. So they enter this maze, and then somebody's like, excuse me, how do we get through this? And he's like, well, take a left and a right, and a left and right, and whatever, and they're like... And then he's like, have you got it? And he's like, yep. I was like, I'd have forgotten the first thing. <laughs> and then there's like a, a fake wall that like moves, moves. and it scares her several yeah. times. I loved it. I was like, oh, I'd be furious. That's why it's a horror film. That just like one moment <laughs> qualifies it as a horror film. <laughs> they wander around this Halloween dance. David ends up killing the teacher. I thought that was horrible. He didn't I thought that was kill horrible. the teacher. I know. He was doing... He was just detention supervision at the Halloween dance site. Oh. So Anna finds Luke and tells him that the parents are dead and he doesn't believe it. He's like, David would never do this. And she's like, no, he's a piece of work. We need to get out of here yeah. now. And they then should really have had more fire exits in a school. She, I know, right? Really? But I've, I feel like they covered half of them with that bloody maze, to be honest. Did you ever, you know when you were at school and they do a fire drill? Mm. When it happened, it was a surprise. But then five minutes later, you were like, I don't know why I was surprised, because I could tell it was going to happen today. Mm. 
Like, we used to get a lot of people like pressing by accident kick. or on purpose, so mm. we uh, went out. And then it's like, ooh, excitement. And then you yeah, stood like, outside and you're like, this is boring, boring. now. Yeah. There's nothing worse than being like a post-psychic because you're like, I knew that was going to happen. I felt but it. But you didn't realise it until it had happened. Mm. Mm. So she hides Luke so she can lure David out. And then he sort of comes and he's like, I tried to think of another way, but I can't think of anything else. You better come out, blah, blah, blah. But he hides and he's got this little knife. Like, ready to stab him, but he ends up leaving, so he doesn't see him. I noticed the ball lamps in the uh, Halloween dance I as well. did not Which was very that. similar to the one I have at home. Oh. I quite enjoyed it. So he is wandering around this, like, dance hall bit, and he sees some bloody footprints. So he follows the bloody footprints, but then he comes to a pair of boots, because she's mm, taken her boots off. Which was clever. Yeah, and she's behind him with a gun. And basically she's like, you killed my parents. And then she shoots him in the shoulder. And he drops. But he disappears. He's not dead. He's in that mist. They should have switched off that mist maker. I know, yeah. I don't think it's called that, but whatever it's called. He he pops up and stabs her in the leg. uh, And they sort of struggle. And he starts to strangle her. Mm. And she's struggling and trying to... And and he's like, stop it. Because he's like, just accept your thing. Like, strangulation is... The scariest thing because like in yeah. films like normally they like do this and then mm. they're dead it's not that way at all it takes a very long time to strangle someone and a lot of strength oh. it's it's scary yeah that's not a so, nice thought it's a very disquieting thought yeah Ugh. so she's struggling but then luke comes from behind and stabs him mm. and then uh, stabs him again and he sort of falls backwards and he's like you did the right thing I'm not mad at you, don't feel bad, and thumbs up thing, which made me laugh. That's why when someone asks me if I want a cup of tea, I do that same thing. Not, not, you, you have murdered me, it's all good. It reminded me of uh, Orange Cassidy out of AEW, with his little thumbs up. And uh, he's like, don't feel bad, and then he dies. And then the siblings leave, they Mm. manage to get out. And then it cuts to all the fire and police turn up, and they're in the back of the ambulance. It's like the standard ambulance... You know, the covered up yeah, kind of... absolute classic end of a film. We've had a shit time yeah, we're in an ambulance. Blankets huddled in the back of an ambulance. And mm-hmm. one nice person is like, are you guys okay? Are you all right? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah no. I'm fine. But obviously... I've had a time, I'm not fine. It's been an awful... I was thinking they're never going to celebrate Halloween ever again. Oh my God, never. absolutely not. So then uh, there's a sort of swarm of people around the... the this like gym thing and uh, somebody says there's two bodies so I was like well there's meant to be three bodies because there was the KPG guy the mm. teacher around him yeah so, and some teeth are missing so they've taken the teeth out of one body mm-hmm. so that th- they assume that that is David yeah so then uh, a fireman walks out but he's got a limp mm. and then she's like oh no and then basically he looks at them and it's it's but it's, but it's, Dan Ste- it's Dan it's Stevens. It's the teacher. It's not the teacher. It's Dan Stevens. I'd recognise those beautiful eyes anywhere. And then she's like, what the fuck? And then it basically just finishes. Do you think he murders? I Dean. don't think he... I think he just lets them be. Oh, he murdered the shit out of everyone there and yeah, left. But I don't like the thought of the... Well, I'm sorry. That's Anne. how it is. Uh, Annie. Was it Annie? I called it Anne. Anna. 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 Yeah. Dying. I um, think... Yeah. So I would rather imagine that he doesn't kill them. No. 
I think he definitely did. Or at least gave it a good try. So apparently a lot of, uh, there was a lot of backstory for David, but it was over 20 minutes longer than the final theatrical cut. Mm. So they screened it to a test audience, but I think they thought it was too long. Mm. So who are these test audience people? Who gets to be in a test audience? So basically, the the original script, Major Carver is the, the main guy. He reveals to Anna that David's spine was injured in combat and even after surgery he was still in pain and he volunteered for a procedure that would turn off his pain receptors and allow him to um. consciously regulate the flow of adrenaline in his body. This was called Project Agolius. Oh. The procedure changed him completely. In the process, he lost his ability to feel, not just in fear, but also empathy and guilt. Later, while KBG Adam understood it, David killed several people and escaped. He burned their bodies to cover his tracks and assumed the identity of David, who was also a part of Project Agolius. Oh. So, I don't think he was David, maybe. Who knows? Um... Ironically, he was chosen for the experiment because of his strong empathy levels. No one could have predicted that David would be so dangerous. That is why he was was able to escape so easily. Yeah. Based on a photo of Caleb and his comrades, it's reasonable to assume that David really did know Caleb, who was probably killed in the Middle East while David was injured and sent back to the US. Mm. It's also probable that they were close friends and David made a promise to take care of Caleb's family in any way possible. If something was going to happen to Caleb, this promise was strengthened by the Super Soldier program. Well, it this, mm. it was, and it wasn't, because obviously he promised to take care of mm-hmm. Caleb's family in any way possible, but he ended up murdering them all. Yeah, it's all so, kind of clouded, and it kind of yeah. took it to the absolute extreme of, like, he... So he's actually he just protected doing the it, yeah. company that caused him to change so much, rather than actually fulfilling yeah. what he yeah. should have done. Yeah. Which is wrong. It's crazy. But I liked it. I thought it was good. I give it a five. I like the Halloween aspect of it. Mm. Dan it Stevens is cool, looking good. Like atmosphere, but it was good a music. bit violent. Yeah. I liked it. Mm. it I liked good. my favourite was that old man who had to oh, give that up his poor car. Old man. I hope he got his car back. I still think I hope, about I, uh, him. at least hopefully like got him a nice new car Might, as a, yeah. as a, I'm sorry. Maybe one that had when they <clears> caught like um a wealthy like drug dealer or something who had like a really jazzy car. Yeah, like, like you can have this Cadillac one. or something and they yeah. impounded it and then Oh that'd be great. He, and then that was his replacement car. That'd be nice. That would be Oh, that'd be lovely. That should be in the next film. Um, and maybe he finds like a stash of money in the car and yeah. like goes off on an adventure, yeah. The guest two electric mm. boogaloo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, three for gore and a one for humour, because there is the odd bit of humour, yeah. but it's not actually that funny. But I really liked it. I thought it was good. It was good. Mm. So, next week, we're going to do a film called February. Oh, I don't like the sound also of that Also known as The Black Coat's Daughter, I think in America. Oh. But it's known as February in this country, apparently. Why the... Two different names. I don't know. Is it because February means something else in America? No, I don't know. I don't think it would. Why they do does... ch- they change things like that, don't they? It's, I don't understand. Why? I don't get why February has 28 days um, and the other months have 30 or 31. And why not some months have 29, like February and like two other months have 29 I days? I have no idea. 
I just don't. I don't know. Is it so much to do with leap years? Because like, on a no leap year, you get twenty nine, don't you? Yeah. And yeah. why are months called what they are called? Is it not after Roman? But I don't things? think like February is a Roman. I don't know. Thing. I don't know. Anyway, that can be something that we find we out for next it. week. Yeah. Yes. So, watch February for next week. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod, and we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And we're also on Buy Me a Coffee if you would like to make a film request or get access to our Twin Peaks content. We are on WNS Horrorpod on Buy Me a Coffee. That's us for this That's week. That's it. Stay safe, everybody.